Welcome back to Terrifying Enlightenment. This is like week 12 or something. We've been doing this for a while now. We, can, we should know what we're doing, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a full house here today. We've got Sean. Hello. Alex. Hello. Christo. Hello. <laughs> Sharon. Hi, guys. And me, <laughs> Mark. Um, so let me just, if anyone hasn't listened before, Sean is studying uh, philosophy and he's an all around nice guy. Uh, Alex is almost a doctor and he's an kind of alright guy. <laughs> well, tell him, what else should I say about you, Alex, other than just student doctor? I get mixed reviews, it's okay. He's, he's, he's a well travelled man from everywhere in the world. Christo, I never know what to say about Christo. Christo is a man of many uh, talents. I am a guy. <laughs> yes. How are you doing, guys? And then Christo. Sorry, after Christo, we have Sharon, my beautiful girlfriend, who is a physiotherapist. Say hello. Hi. And uh, yeah, we. I have a. I have a video in the background that we might bring in later on. But in the meantime, we'll just say hi. Just check in. How's your week been, guys? Oh, it's, it's it's been pretty good. I'm waiting for our next uh, our next swim, Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So um, Alex and I have been going to the 40 foot and braving the cold waters and then getting out and doing a few jump jacks um remember that time about the first time we did this there was this man swimming there and he had what could only be described as the smallest sliver of white almost (laughs) pretty much the smallest sliver of like a white like have you ever seen what's called a micro bikini on a woman covering her nipples it it was a man it was a lot smaller than a man thong it was like a tiny sliver of white see-through stuff that that didn't even have a tongue at the back. Like it was like just a little wire at the back. And this is like a 70, 60, 70 year old man. He was pretty buff though. He's a big dude. I mean, he was proud of himself. He was very proud he of himself. And he was just having the chats as if he was wearing a full set of clothes on him. But no, he's just this slight little mankini. Well, mm. I can one-up you on that one. <laughs> I went to the Vicobats there a couple of months back. Because um, I do the cold stuff, the cold water stuff as well, just not as often. So I went it's on Vico Road in Dalky. So I went okay. I went there and I was parking up and some man parks up behind me and I was like, it's okay to park here. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I goes, I'm just going for a swim. And he goes, are you going to the Vico Bats? I says, yeah. And he goes, oh, just to warn you, just in case it takes you by surprise, there's a lot of nudist stuff going on up there. Um and look, it's normal for everyone there that they're nude and that's fine. They just like going for nude swims. And I was like, yeah, Grant, I don't care, right? So he was warning me. So I make my way up to the Vico Bats and who comes behind me but him? <laughs> so I was like, hmm. All right, so I get into the... And I didn't get into the ocean, just a little ice cold kind of bath rock section there. So I got into that, and who follows me and him? And what was he? Nude. <laughs> he was warning me he did warn you. because <laughs> he was going to be doing it. And he was standing there. Um, but in fairness, he was quite nice about it. He made sure he kind of stood facing his genitalia away from me <laughs> while he was talking to me. But literally, I was there for probably about half an hour, and he was chatting away to me. Did and I was like, over hmm. No, he was actually quite good about it, yeah, at keeping himself kind of covered. But I was like, you were just warning me because you were going to do it. <laughs> he really was. Like, do you have any public nudity stories, guys, or, or embarrassing stories where someone, like, jocked you in school or something? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, I did a naked bungee jump, which was fun. You did a naked bungee jump? Yeah. Nice. And, um, and I snowboarded down a mountain naked, but that was a bad idea because um, it was very cold, so I didn't exactly, like... I couldn't exactly like stand mm. there proud of my manhood. And he exposed <laughs> a lot of children to yeah, things yeah, they shouldn't yeah. see. There was a few double takes from parents and covering the child's eyes as I snowboarded past. Why did you do this? 
Yeah, when you're younger, you're like, let's do something to push the boundaries, but really you're just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Exposing your dick by being being an asshole. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, it is something that in my head, I was like, I did that. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool. Mm, it's, it's a good story to tell. Yes, <laughs> it is. Anyone had any terrifying enlightenment experiences over the last week? That was my throat singing. Uh, well, uh, well, meditate sometimes, and then you. Well, today I meditated, and then I felt a bit sort of existential crisis. A bit oh. defeated today. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I don't. It just sort of hit me out of the blue, and it was like, oh, I just couldn't be bothered with this sort of meditation shit anymore because it's just this meditation shit yeah <laughs> don't give up sean yeah. keep no, doing it don't give up but i'm just like you know all these you know just more of the same more of the same and nothing's changing and what's the point and that sort of thing and so um i had a l- little mini existential crisis after that and it's like you know ah uh, life is useless and all this sort of nonsense and <laughs> but then i sort of perked up after that so um yeah i can't i can't really explain it very well any more than well, that maybe you needed that yeah i think it did just event actually you're doing it a long time yeah. yeah yeah no i don't think it was a, i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing it was a ba- it was yeah. it was an unpleasant experience but it didn't last that long and it's i sort of thought i got some sort of insight oh. like straight after just but it sounds cliched and silly but you know the whole what was it i said to you that um uh honor the honor the present moment sort of popped into my head and Aha. so and it's like ah yeah that's the answer but yeah well <laughs> do you remember Mark, like well, on one of the magic mushroom trips i've had it was out in Dockey again <laughs> seemed to like that place but do you remember i got really frustrated mark do i remember yes spent fucking three or four hours trying to calm you down i was like this is bullshit because of all the insights you get when you're when you're taking those psychedelics, and I that I needed that at that time, and I was like, "This is shit. What are we doing here? What is the point of all this?" And I vented and vented and vented, and I just kept throwing out questions and anger about it all because it really is like when you actually figure out and realize what's going on. I can't I can't even explain it properly, but you do get annoyed, and you're like, mm-hmm. "What's the point in this?" And I have to work hard every day to keep this going. And, ah, this is shit. Like, what's what's the point? So I had it, but I needed that at the time. And then it helped me move forward. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. Have you ever had a rant like that, Mark? Um, or felt that way? Because I was really pissed on that trip. I was like, this is shit. <laughs> what are we even here for? Like, it was just, yeah. You're just questioning yeah. sort of everything. The point. Yeah. No, yeah. I just try and do what <coughs> works for me. And sitting down staring at a wall for an hour or something, it just does not work for me. So I find it easier to be, like, go for a walk. And, you know, and try and have a quiet mind while you're walking and, and meditate and maybe just look at the nice nature or maybe even do some yoga and try and have a quiet mind while I'm doing that. But being very still and um, and quiet and, and not having any sensory input, uh, I'd say it's probably the way that's, if you're good at it, will get you there the fastest. But for me, it's not working. or Not that it's not working, I just find that very difficult. So... Hopefully, I'll, I'll be able to brave it at a later point. I'm not saying I won't do that because I know I'm going to do that stuff eventually. Um, 
I'm even thinking about going to a cave at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll fill that in later. Living That's in a grand <laughs> <comment. laughs> okay. uh, Not Is living in a cave. Are you Batman? I, I am going to become Batman. Match Mark. <laughs> Hopefully, Alfred will be in there to like bring me some tea and stuff while I'm sitting there. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, just I, I guess I'm trying to work with what's working for me so I don't get as frustrated but if I think if I was to do what you do which is to sit sit down meditate with your eyes open at a blank wall with your eyes turned to 45 degrees uh, with no music on I think I'd get very 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 frustrated um, but I think that's what you have to work through yeah mm-hmm. I think that's part of what it's it is. supposed to do yes. it's supposed to frustrate and exhaust you until yeah. you get to the point where you're like oh can I say well I've ruined it now but um uh, I said shite and everything so <laughs> yeah um so yeah you just get to the point where you just uh you just give up um yeah. sort of and then that sort of somehow lets some sort of wisdom in somehow I don't really know why but hmm. yeah. but then can you really give up because that's if you have this idea that giving up is actually going to be when the wisdom comes in then you're like I give up uh, yeah <laughs> no, <laughs> no you have to actually be yeah, fully exactly. frustrated yeah. <laughs> I gave up lots of times <laughs> after trips I've been like no more this is, has to stop this has to stop I can't I'm just no so I got all these insights and was like feeling that after the trips everything was going to be great and my life was sorted I was like I give up I'm done and then like two weeks later I was back just as egotistic as I always was um, but it's I've given up so many times and I'm like yeah grand I'm giving up it's all gonna be fine from now on and then it just comes back again and then you have to give up again yeah yeah can you really give up you can but I think it, it requires like you to not care about your own personal future and most people care about their personal future and that's that's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing or anything like that and, and I, maybe that sounds a bit too extreme but I think if you're always worried about what's going to come yeah. you're not going to be present because you're going to be like I need to prepare for whatever eventuality is ahead of me and so I'm going to do that whereas if you're going to be present in the moment then you have to be like yeah, I'm only interested in what's happening right now and cancer or the future or death or finances or anything else eh, it's not going to come into my mind and uh if you can do that, apparently, I, I, I'm not there, but if you can do that, it's going to... Everybody who has done that sings its praises. So there must be something to it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this show. Because whenever Sharon has got into that state from substances that literally just take away that part of your mind that worries. And Now, it's not that kind of... For anyone who's listening, it's not that kind of substance where you're lying there just going, oh, like in, in, in some sort of bliss. It's it's not like that at all. It's, there's a real balancing act going on where you can go to the negative side, you can go to the positive side, and you have to walk that thin line between the two, and it's teaching you how to act in real life. And um, whenever you get to that point and you, and you hit that line and you're like, wow, this is what it's all about, that's when you realize, yeah, it will be fine if you stay in the moment. You're not in control anyway. But then... When you, because you got there you by using a substance instead of getting there through total faith in, in, in everyday life, then it, it requires that, that work that, that you're not willing to do. And so you come back to the same old way of doing things. Anyway. Uh, because it's all you know. Well, that's, in, that, in, it's habit. Yeah, it's all you know without substances. Yeah, but we don't so. want to be a slave to our habits, even though no. we are a slave to our habits. No. Like, you know, I, I, get, I, bet, I guarantee that the stuff that goes on in every single one of your heads is totally different to what goes on in my head. Like, you get up in the morning and you think very similar things all the time. 
and I'd say you're like I'd say Alex is thinking about doctor stuff you know (laughs) (laughs) Sean is thinking about meditation and philosophy stuff Crystal's thinking about Bitcoin and (laughs) and changing the world and videos and podcasts and just how lucky he is and life in general um, he's, Neil Armstrong he's a pretty positive guy just different. Yeah, this is Louis Armstrong <laughs> Louis, Louis <laughs> Armstrong. Yeah. Neil is the one that went on the moon <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. but very different things but but they'd have a, a a reoccurring pattern for you so so some of the things you think you'd probably think regularly some of the things I think I think regularly but what I think regularly and what you think regularly would be quite different yeah of course Yeah. so I get uh, the point is that we all have our patterns of behaviour that we fall into from just the habits we've built up throughout our life and I think you have to be willing to walk away from them and that's very hard you know it's like but I like wine gums you can't have any more wine gums but it's really hard because what happens (laughs) what happens when you're walking away from them is anxiety ensues (laughs) because of the unknown and you're like oh I'm going to go back to what I know so I can feel better (laughs) feel safe feel safe feel safe in the shit yeah feel (laughs) safe in the crappiness but like if you walk away and you stick it out for long enough, eventually, over time, that anxiety will settle. But I think you just automatically slip into the shittiness. You know, it's yep. not even that you want to be in the shittiness. You just, well, for me, I find yourself just there. For myself, but you just you just naturally slide into yep. it because you can't. It's too hard to maintain mm-hmm. yourself out of it, or you're not strong enough, or you haven't been able to train yourself enough to to, to sort of be aware all the time that you mm-hmm. sort of. You know, you're always, I don't know, not... What I find is, it's we're living in in this world with everybody behaving and thinking and acting the same way. So then you go out into your normal day and everyone around you, well, most anyway, are behaving and, and thinking and, and acting from this, this mind, this egotistical point of view, and you're there after being present at home for an hour and then you come out into life and it just throws stuff at you and your natural instinct then is to revert to to the way you were and then before you know it you're like oh man Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so unless you're in a cave by yourself or with like-minded people constantly I think it's going to be it's always going to be really difficult and you don't realise that you've reverted back to that way but I do think it's because everyone is is coming from that point of view in, in this world in this society in this life Alex Hi. Oh, is... No, no, that's why. <laughs> that's why I was going. You're like, oh, beyond <laughs> out of my ballpark. But this, that's why I'm going to ask you because you seem like a pretty positive guy, right? I try to be positive. Are you a positive guy? I try to be positive. Okay, let's put it that let's, way. you try to be positive. But do you think you're successful some of the time? Most of the time. I yeah. think so too. So I think that some people have just naturally that <clears throat> ability to have tr- trust in the future. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're working hard in the present to make the future happen. Right. But you're also doing that with the idea that you're going to be fine, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, medicine is one of the few, you know, guaranteed professions. I mean, no one's unemployed. And you're, mm-hmm. but you're also helping people. That's part of course, of it. right? But it's, it's, I think it's something you. Know, like, let's take someone who does painting. Mm-hmm. They don't sell a painting. They're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) No insult to the art students. Um, But if, you know, but, you know, there there are always going to be sick people. And it's a sad reality. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's it's nice to know that that's that's what you're working towards and those are the people who you're helping. Mm -hmm. But, so I think that level of security is always an ease 
Mm. But even if you're not doing medicine, even if you're doing something else like business and law, like mm. those people, they know like people are always gonna always gonna be dicks about their money and things like that. <laughs> like, there's no other way to put it. Yeah. Um, so they have that you know basal level of job security where that thought doesn't creep in. Mm. And I always like to imagine you know when uh, whenever I feel uncomfortable, like it's a dark cloud mm-hmm. rolling into my sky. Yeah. And I try and get rid of it by thinking about something that brings sunshine. And it's this really bullshit analogy. No, this is great analogy. Yeah. I like to think things, uh, so I remember things through pictures. Mm. That's how I you know, memorize you know, my information. Okay. That's how I memorize my information, is through pictures. As in like, uh, you'll imagine in your bedroom and... No, I don't, I don't go to that level, like okay. mind palace okay. type thing. <laughs> That's a cool thing. Someone told me about I that recently. I tried though. to do it. Mm. It's really hard, though, because if you don't remember the image... Well, there's a thing in medicine. Uh, it's basically... It's called sketchy. So, basically, they, they put up this picture. And I'm not kidding. Like, they have a, they have a picture... There's a bacteria called Staph aureus. This is going to get really geeky now. <laughs> well, so, I understand. Don't worry. So, uh, <laughs> so, they put up a picture of Moses parting the Red Sea. Right. And everything you need to know about this bacteria is centered around this picture of Moses parting the Red Sea. So it's kind of, you know, forced mind palace type things. Okay. But you take a picture and you put information into it. Yeah. And that's how I remember things. Okay. I just, you well, no, no, you can't just say that about Moses and th- Red Sea. You want to know? Yeah. You want to know? Okay. I want the nerd, I want the nerd bomb. So, you know, like, so uh, it, it coagulates blood. So the Red mm-hmm. Sea has been parted because, you know, the blood has been coagulated in the back. You know, there are three pyramids behind him because it infects the heart valve that has three little leaflets, the tricuspid, things like sure. that. Like, you wow, remember that's stuff really like that. an... It's really specific, right? Very specific. The sphinx doesn't have a nose because Staph aureus lives around your nose. No Oh, way. yeah, it's really specific. <laughs> and you just remember this. The, that's yeah. a good way of doing things, though. Oh, it's it a great so, yeah. way of doing Have you heard things. of the Mind Palace yeah. stuff, Sharon? No. So basically, it's the, the idea that you, 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 if you want to really remember something well, you imagine everything, every item in your home is something to do with that subject so i i don't uh, let's say uh what, what am i studying um psychology, psychology. thanks <laughs> thanks, thanks shows how in-depth i am with it I at the moment. So. um but let's say i have to remember something about bf skinner you know uh then i have to be like okay um there's a photo fo- when i wake up in the morning um say i have a painting on my wall i imagine that is bf skinner is that pretty much the basis of it and then i just yeah. add and add and add and add and add till the whole house is full of items to do with psychology. And then I know where everything in the house is when I want to find it because I know my house so well. So it's just attaching something to do with what you want to learn to your memory of your home, basically. Oh, I would love this. I, I have a book on this, if you want to borrow it, Mark. Yeah. yeah. I would really like to it's try this bit book. remembering something because I'm very... Um, Organized. Am I? Well, like, well, yeah. everything needs to be structured <laughs> for you. Yes, yes, I'm really logical yeah, thinker. It's, it's One thing leads to the next. Next, thing I look, flow charts were my like life in college. <laughs> um, flow charts with pictures were also my life in college. So I only sp- said to my niece, she's doing her leaving cert, and um, this year she's in her mocks. And I said to her today, I goes try drawing things. She's she's quite like me. Um, and my physiology exam was literally um, drawings mm. with a following essay. So I drew cells, I drew action potentials, nerves, I drew everything to put the story together in in words in order. So I'd draw things first. So I don't know, I might like this Mind Palace stuff. Oh yeah, it's, 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 you you have to work on it though, like. I'd say you have to get really creative. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know people who, they make their shopping lists like this, so if they need to buy carrots, they, they, (laughs) I'm not kidding, this is true. 
um, because a friend of mine told me about this. So when he wants to remember he needs to buy carrots, he imagines the the uh, the sofa in his living room is impaled with carrots. <laughs> he gets these really like weird, vivid. Ah, like, I wouldn't go that far. Oh no, he gets really vivid. Like there's like milk flowing out of like the walls, like the shining type stuff. It's really vivid. That Ooh. sounds like trippy. <laughs> And that's how he remembers horror, a shopping list. To, <laughs> that's how he remembers a shopping Walking list. Walking into to your house store. every time, there's milk coming out of the walls and carrots in the chairs. Like, that's scary <laughs> that's stuff. That's how he remembers a shopping list. <laughs> Christo, hmm. what do you got in the works, mate? I have to actually praise Christo here because this this show, aside from me speaking into a microphone here, nothing else would be happening if it wasn't for Christo. <laughs> he records the show. He comes up with topics for the show. He uh, edits the show. He uploads the show to Spotify. And so I've else. got the easy job. I just talk shit and go. And when I don't know what to say, I just go. Some, I'll just go, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean will have a little panic attack in the corner. And so thanks, Christo. No Come on. Tell me your life. What's been going on? No. It's hard. I know that's a very general question. But <laughs> well, Nothing. you had a nice sing song on oh, a yeah. walk yesterday. Yeah, went for a walk in the park yesterday and. Just uh, Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World just started playing in my head and I just started, uh, I made a video actually just to put up because I, I try like making these videos to kind of send out some good energy to people and make people feel good and stuff like that. And yeah, just been working um, in Harvey Norman. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 don't move the camera. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say tomorrow. Don't move I the camera. This is the great thing about having a couple on the show. Because you can have these realistic things happen. Like He's pointing at me saying, Get my phone, get my phone. And I'm like, going around the other way to get the phone so I don't put my hand across the video stream and he's like get my phone and I'm like yeah. I can't because of the so we're trying streaming this for like the first time start to finish and I'm paranoid about the phone thing in place we need to get a tripod sorry to the listeners yeah. and sorry Christo for that distraction on what you were saying there no I don't really have it's not loud enough uh, red roses too <laughs> I see them blue this is Christo singing for me and you and I think to myself what a wonderful world can you hear that really impression woo go Christo yay but it's a good point yeah ah look I I feel down sometimes too and anxious and just like everyone else and sometimes me, maybe people think they just see this image of me being positive all the time I feel things but I sit with them and I just feel like I don't need to share that side with people because mm-hmm. it's just going to bring them down I don't see the point there's people close to me that I can share these things with mm. and let go but for the most part um, I suppose my purpose and my, my whole mission is just to, to try and be a positive light in a world full of fucking people trying to dim each other's fire. Mm-hmm. So that's it. And I just enjoy watching all this, all you guys talking shit. Well, <laughs> you certainly do always yeah. bring a positive light. You do. Just from knowing you. I don't think I've ever seen you kind of pissed off or down. And if you are, you have a positive spin on it. So good job, Christo. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to be like that when you're working in sales as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, True. You really have to because the amount of people that will come in and, you know, just be angry for no reason mm-hmm. and you point, you know, re- direct their anger at you and you haven't done anything. You have to 
understand how to deal with that and punch him in the face I do <laughs> 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 or be like me and tell them that you'll run them over but yeah. you know yeah I going to say run them over yeah. oh you, you, did I tell you that story I'll tell you after <laughs> but uh no, do you know, like being that positive light, Crystal, like <coughs> like you said, you don't want to bring others down when you're down. But by being that positive light, you rub off on others and bring them up. Yeah. So it does, it, there's a balance. I just, I feel like I, I handle pain very well. Mm-hmm. I handle whatever, depression or anything like that, dark things very, quite well. And mm-hmm. I, I've always handled them very well. So I feel like what I'm here for, at least, is what I'm thinking anyway. Is that I'm here to absorb that, like, cause, like, cause a lot of people will come to me for advice and um, yeah. friends of mine and stuff like that, and I, I, even family that that are going through hard times, and I have to absorb a lot of stuff, and it's sometimes it, like it's not easy, man. Like it, it hurts, and um, it it instills you with anxiety, even though you're having a great day, and it's like, oh, why am I taking all this? But the reason I do it is because I can handle it, mm-hmm. so I'd rather try. And take that, absorb that from them, and try and give them something back. Because mm-hmm. I'll just take that and I'll turn it into something um, beneficial, I guess, mm-hmm. or positive, or something like. That's that's very interesting. Um, I I don't know if I heard you right, but you said you you believe that you're there to take on some of that pain for others. Is that yeah. right? That's a very interesting topic. Um, there's the the. It's almost like. Um, how like express this properly um you've heard of osho have you yeah i've heard Rajneesh. Never... there's a good documentary on um uh, netflix called wild wild country about him and how oh that's the the god who failed yeah. is a book written about him as well so right. but the guy was an absolute genius even if he went pretty far astray in general but um he he's talking about the yoga meditations and stuff where people breathe in light and they breathe out yeah. darkness yeah and he's like, you got it all wrong, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you got it all wrong. Yeah. It's like you get to the point where you're strong enough to be the light in the darkness and you invite that darkness in and you heal that and you give it love and then you breathe out the brightness. So all the people trying to heal themselves by because by, by, they want the goodness, they want the goodness. It's the it's the taking on the burden for others is the is the way to to actually meditate. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. perspective. Point, yeah. That's yeah. an interesting perspective because I went to a men's circle last week. Uh, we weren't all jerking it, jerk it off in a circle. Uh, this like is a, this <laughs> is, I was like, <laughs> wasn't Bukaki? No. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> How much did you get paid? <laughs> <laughs> Chris is a pretty buff guy. <laughs> I went. <laughs> Homer and the Simpsons. That went from to seriousness to, to, to ridiculous pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that kind of mental. <laughs> <laughs> um. I could see how people would think that though, but uh, <laughs> uh, it was basically like, it was some uh, one guy, his name's Rob, uh, he's actually going to be on the show next week, um, he's a psychotherapist and he just, he, he ran himself, he called it the inner fire and he does it every month, and um, just a bunch of guys sit in a circle and we, when I got there anyway, I was late, um, they were all meditating, mid-meditation, mm. and mm. I was like, oh cool. So I like I took my shoes off and I was in my element because I just went straight in mm. and then after meditation then uh, Rob was like you know we're gonna like, this is gonna sound really hippy dippy but uh, he's like we're gonna pass this stick around <laughs> and whoever has the stick um, gets to speak and you can say anything you can share whatever you need to share 
and uh, I guess that's really good. You know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, after meditation, we felt really good, and then it just started, and we started listening to everyone, and no one's supposed to judge anyone, and we're just there to listen. You know. So it was really interesting hearing everybody, and then I went through my own thing, and and then what we did was Mark wanted to focus on this current time in the season where we're transferring from uh, winter mm. into spring. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an Irish Gaelic saying uh, from years ago, like a pagan celebration called Imbolc, which means uh, in the belly. And it represents how right now, you know, the, the seeds are basically germinating in the belly of the earth. But at the same time, it's like a metaphor of how, you know, during winter, we, because we don't get as much sun, we're not getting mm-hmm. as much vitamin D, Mm-hmm. We do get more anxious and depressed yeah. and we we have to introspect and go within the belly because we all have this inner fire and it can become dim during the dark period of, of winter. And once it becomes dim, essentially fire is energy. Your energy goes down, that's why we have low energy levels. We want to like just lie down all the time in winter and we don't want to be in the cold. And, and so I suppose the, the, the more... Uh, ignition that you have in the fire um, the more you go about things with more um, flurry can I say flurry mm-hmm. um, McFlurry McFlurry mm-hmm. <laughs> the more you go about things with McFlurry <laughs> um, so anyway uh, with the fervor the more you go about things with more fervor but um, I suppose when your fire gets too big then it's like you're imbalancing your ego and then your fire's too big, you burn yourself, you burn others because you're just like, rah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. So it's about balancing it. But we were discussing how you're going to cultivate that inner fire to keep it the, you know, at the right level. size and level so that it keeps you warm, it keeps you going and you can give it to others and, and you know, help others and stuff like that. So it was really cool, man. It was really cool. I left, I left there. We did like a sh- shamanic drumming thing as well where we all laid down and Robin and, um, I'm forget, uh, I can't think of the name right now if you're listening. I'm sorry, you're going to be on the show next week. But uh, I can't think of... What, do you remember the guy's name that ran the psychedelic no, event that we met at? I met at the psychedelic thing and I remember talking to him. He said he was a, he said he was a, a shaman, among other yeah, things, or a shamanic practi- practitioner. Sh- practitioner, yeah. Really cool dudes. Mm. I can't think of his name for the life of me at the moment. Dara? No, Dara's the other guy. Anyway. They both did the drumming because they're trained in it and we laid down and I suppose they said that, you know, right now, because we're in the belly and you're about to, to blossom and spring up, it's about making intentions of what you're going to do next, you know. I suppose we were all kind of tasked with lying down and trying to picture that and then they were talking about the different dimensions that you can go, you know, the shamanic stuff. Mm-hmm. But they were like, you don't even have to go into that if you don't want to, if you just want to, you know, create your intentions to... to basically doing affirmations and mm. manifestation right so I, I was thinking about what I'm doing like with the, the channel and stuff and what I want to do and all the plans that I have and stuff like that and I was just basically trying to picture them and stuff like that Um, but at the same time I kind of wanted to kind of see if I could have some sort of psychedelic experience because they said that the drumming mm-hmm. yeah. causes it, yeah. it's theta waves and mm-hmm. the theta waves can cause it all alternative conscious experience whatever states of mind yeah yeah, state of mind so I tried but I couldn't disconnect from my rational mind and I will admit that there was times where I was sitting in that circle and my rational mind has been on a lot in Mm -hmm. the last few months and so I was sometimes I was thinking oh god 
like this is so hippy dippy but at the same time there <laughs> was the part of me that was going the higher self the abstract mind that was kind of going you know but i really like this it's cool mm. and this is you also so anyway point is is that when it's finished it just felt great and i walked down the street outside in the rain and it was really nice and when i spoke to my girlfriend after this the, the words just flowed mm. so fluidly like in such a calm way and it was it was i was really in that stoic mindset and mm. there was so much balance there mm. um, so it was a nice rekindling of my inner yeah. fire which had been dimmed from the last few months where i've been working so hard at so many different things the yeah. job the that app like yeah all the bullshit essentially mm. and uh, everything's kind of cleared and yeah i've learned now over the last year that you cannot don't get rid of your ego totally or think that you need to you know get rid of this thing that's inherently part of us as humans because as soon as you use the word i or using your name that's the ego mm. Because then you dissociate with everything, because you're you just lose yourself, and that's why they say like I, I've lost myself, you know, mm -hmm. or I've lost the feet under my ground because you don't know where you are, and so it's like the waves coming in and taking you away. Mm. You don't want it to happen. You drown. But then at the same time, what happened this winter was like the ego took over too mm. much, and the, and he's swimming against the waves. I can do this. I can swim through the waves. I can go as far as I want without, and nothing can stop me. You're gonna drown. You're gonna drown as well. So what I've come to the realization is, of is, you gotta surf the waves. <laughs> you gotta surf the waves, man. <laughs> Peace out. You know, yeah, so anyway. dude. But yeah, dude. So you gotta surf the waves. <laughs> and uh, but I know it sounds all hippy dippy again, but it, like no, yeah, but it's a balancing act. Because surfing is a balancing act. Life is a balancing act. Mm. And again, with the ego, once, because we tend to have a, a negative label for this word ego. But the thing is the individual experience that we're all having is part of ego mm -hmm. but there's good and bad ego the bad ego is narcissism that's the word for that mm -hmm. but there's good ego too it's just about balancing it so that it doesn't get topple over and not letting that fire get too big too or big too, too small, small. That's, that's similar to what you were saying earlier mark about walking the line between order and chaos exactly you were what did you mention you said something about when you, were, you have to um walk the line between it. I did yoga last Friday. So it is order, chaos, you have to be in the middle. And um, yeah. I had some taken some mushrooms and some, some marijuana and um, I won't go into it, what I went through because it's too crazy even for this show compared to what I've said before. And I, I haven't even told my close friends here because it's just too much, it's too, it's too far out there. But the way it seems to, to, to work ego-wise, or at least so far anyway, is that thoughts come in but it's only when you believe you're generating the thoughts as an independent individual that they seem to cause problems so it's almost like 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 you said alex if a thought comes into your mind and you can visualize it as a cloud even if it's a a nice quite clear cloud it's still a cloud and it's got to pass you by or if it's a dark cloud it'll pass you by and as you said christo you're getting good with dealing with pain and, and a little bit of suffering so somewhere I think I think it's I've always kind of been like that. Mm. It's always been a thing of mine even mm. when I was in school back and if anybody's from my old school hello thanks for listening. Um you probably remember that I was one of these guys that tended to, um, to be the guy that they would come to advice mm -hmm. for mm. and I would listen to a lot of things and try and give back the good energy and positive energy. Mm. So um 
it's only been a recent development for me over the last two two or three years or so where I've become quite strong mentally um, and I think it was because I took ayahuasca and I was extremely weak mentally and it scared the absolute bejesus out of me yeah. um, and so now as you said Sharon about that line between mm-hmm. um, chaos and order it's almost like order is your thoughts you're ordering you're trying to process and understand what's going on in the world and then the chaos is all that mad shit that happens when you're open to the other yeah. side of life and that you don't understand at all the unknown let's just call it um, you can do that in everyday life let's say if you I don't know, let's say your uh, family me- close family member dies suddenly that order you had of what the world is and how you exist in it and the relationship between your family and your happy life and where you're going and all the things you're worried about and then boom someone close to you dies bang you're thrown into chaos mm. and so I'm, I'm not what I experience is the psychedelic side of that but that's the same thing really you're just thrown into the unknown of I don't understand this at all um, and the, the key seems to be that you don't pull thoughts towards you uh, because then you're being pulled too much into order and uh, you don't get access to the other um, dimensions and the, all the other insights and the understanding of life from a different point of view uh, and if you go too far into that then you, you, you get completely uh, lost and you might, like, I was in a yoga class, so I might have made a complete fool of myself. Who knows? I might have, like, just started running around screaming or I might have, or I might have been, like, stood up and been, like, <laughs> I'm here to bless you all or yeah, something stupid, exactly. like, you know? But, I, but I, I'm able to walk that now at the moment. Now, yeah. obviously, the dose matters a lot. Yeah. Uh, and Balancing we have to do our usual disclaimer. Um, this any psychedelics or any illegal substance uh, has the potential to be abused or misused and because these things aren't regulated uh, basically you're you don't know what you're getting and um, it's it's not all fun and games uh, you, you you've 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 got to know what you're doing or at least be with somebody who does know what they're doing so just big disclaimer to, to not yeah. just go out there and and think it's all happiness and good times and it's not the only way as well you can find other ways without using substances like Sean like Sean but mm-hmm. quickly that's why they call it dissolving the ego not disintegrating mm-hmm. it because I think when we a lot of us when we use psychedelics and we realise this ego is this thing and we mm-hmm. need to get rid of it and we think of dissolving an ego we we do tend to get confused with disintegrating the ego mm-hmm. you don't want to disintegrate the ego because then not good Chaos. No, chaos, absolutely. Yeah. Eckhart Tolle says that in his New Earth, uh, a New Earth book that I'm reading at the moment. Um, he's, he talks about dissolving the ego. Yeah. But let's, let's, well, uh, not let's, because I can't speak for you guys. But for me, ego is the is the belief that there is a, the, that the thoughts going on in my head are my decisions, and that I'm making the decisions in my life as a separate self. I. I don't believe that anymore now i'm i don't know how to operate in life without playing that game but i know i'm playing the game where i'm like but this is the thing to get up and go to the bathroom but But i know that deep down that that, that's not what's happening but this (laughs) is this is the thing you know that so you're aware so Mm -hmm. this is again coming back to dissolving the ego and and using the balancing act because Mm. you know that but you still have the tendency to think to say i'm gonna go do this it's 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 I don't think it's fully necessary though. I think it's just no. it's, it's something that you you can practice your way out of through mindfulness and meditation. But I don't know yet because I'm not there so. 
Yeah, because I've been in the other realm in, in sense of in the, when I say realm, I say mm. another part of the mind where it's like you just dissociate with everything. And I've seen it happen with others that have used psychedelics a lot. Mm. And I just ego is, is a lot more than just it is just the individual illusion. Basically, it is mm-hmm. it like it. Aye, and that is an illusion. Everything's an illusion I'm not, in I'm some not, sense. But yeah. it is a balancing act because without that, unless we're going to have some sort of bohemian society or hive mind, mm. which we don't have, mm. there's a reason why ego is here. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why everything is here. I want an off switch though. There is an off switch. It's called meditation. It's yes. called psychedelics. Mm. So yes. this is the whole point of what I'm trying to tell you mm. is that it's a balancing act. It's mm-hmm. the awareness that you're not just in this box called ego and it's not just about I and that is an illusion in some sense there is a, oh, another experience but it's also not about this other experience and everything else because then it's like you lose sense of this as well so it's all a balance everything is this is what yeah. the yin yang is about you're this is what everything's about like it's all a balance life's a balance and there's reasons for why everything exists here in this reality mm. I personally struggle with the whole idea of disintegrating the ego or wanting that off switch because like I said to you earlier Sean we're, we're not living in that world like everyone isn't awake they're far from it it's, it's more it's it's happening more lately um, and probably will continue on that trajectory where everyone's going to try or going to wake up and, and blossom <laughs> um, but I think the way we're the world and the society we're living in now we just keep getting pulled back into personally, I, I think into that mindset, and it's hard. I don't think I could live with a disintegrated ego and just have that off switch the whole time. Not like the way I'm living now, and I personally think I'd have to be on my own somewhere miles away. Uh, like, and I just think that's right now that's really difficult to do. So I think the balancing act is probably what I would try and and, and achieve. But even then, I can't achieve anything. Let's just not get into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, look, I think when it comes to this stuff, it's a personal journey and you have to see mm-hmm. how, what feels, it's, what you feel your way into it. And um, for, for me, it's, it's I kind of want to go all the way. Um, and if it's the wrong, if it's the wrong decision, maybe I need to feel that. You know. But who wants to go all the way? That's the thing. Mm. That's exactly. So this is the no, thing. I think I understand that. What I mean is, I'm opening myself up to mm-hmm. to more and more and more, um, and we'll see. We'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, let's 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 shift gears for a little bit because Sean and, and Alex here have been patient observers during this whole thing. Alex is lost looking. No, he's <laughs> not. Like I have for a brief period in my life, I was in full emotional off. Wow. I felt nothing. But I was happy. I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt nothing. You no. felt happiness. Yeah, n- well, not in that regard. I didn't feel depressed. Right. That's the only way I can describe it. Like, no one mattered to me. Nothing at all mattered to me. Nothing mattered. I wouldn't care if you died tomorrow. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> to Alex. Stoicism. Nothing <laughs> yeah. mattered to me at yeah. all. Mm. I just, I, everything was just kind of, you know, it just happened. Stoic. No one Stoic. Me. No one, like, lightly, you know, it just... Yeah. The world turned. Do you know why exactly. you were like that? No clue. It just happened for a while. Yeah. And how did you come back out of it? Nothing. It just stopped. It just it, happened. It just, it just kind of, I just went into this dip. And then I came out the dip. It just happened. Do you wish you were still in the dip? No. Okay. Because 
it was too dissociative. Like literally nothing mattered. My friends were like, "Let's go do something." I'm like, eh, "I don't really care about anything. I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> oh my I don't gosh. care about you enough to do things." But you weren't you weren't feeling like any sort of guilt. No, I just didn't care. See, really. I think that's what I want. I've been to that's that point, and it just nothing mattered. You know what? Really I really didn't matter. I've had times like that, but not a full on dip no, for a I've long had, time. I've had like it was months of just. But there's times where I say to Mark, I'm like, I don't feel anything. I feel nothing. Me, I don't care. You remember at the start when he, Mark could never really understand that. But there's been definitely times where that's happened to me, and I don't like it. But I don't you, like you it. haven't felt that that what Alex is saying seems to be that even though he was not feeling anything, there was no sort of negative side effects to that, other than. I mean, when he was out of that, he was like, oh, "I wouldn't want to go back there." No, but because it was just—it no. was too extreme. It was but just it's... no one mattered. It was too like. Eh. Well, when you say no one mattered, it's not like you. It's just that you didn't think about it. No, Is that just, right? Like it just—it wouldn't things that happened in other people's lives. You know, their existence in my life was irrelevant no time for... to me. Mm-hmm. It sounds okay. like nihilism. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was yeah. very nihilistic. But like, if your parents—if your parents it, it passed extremely, away, I don't know. I oh. don't like to venture into that whether or what not. What did you say? I, I don't like to away. venture into the questions of what would have happened because it's too. Mm. It's too. Oh, was I that dark? Was it a dark period? Was yeah, you it don't want to. You don't face that. Yeah, I just do that. That's why I don't like. You know, that's why when you say would I go back there? No, not. I don't, I don't yeah. want to because on you know introspection. Okay, of that that's period, that's not what I'm aiming for. No, no on no, that no, introspection, no. it was very nihilistic. Okay. Okay. It just. Okay. Nothing mattered. No, I'm looking for so a more, stoic more like I. No, it was I care, stoic I care about everything massively, but I'm not like sucked into it so much that it's no, it's affecting me. Full break. Mm. I think that's what happened to me earlier today. Like I was in, <laughs> I was nihilist. I was in the nihilism mode. Yeah. Nothing matters. Like nothing has any meaning. That sort of thing. And I snapped out of it pretty quickly. But um, yeah, I think there is this realization that we all come in and out of you were in it for quite a yeah, it was, longer it was time than I was today but like there's no you know so there's no meaning mm. there's no value nothing matters you know that sort of yeah. you slip into that and you probably just had that realization and then I've, I've been I've incorporated certain aspects right but I haven't you know I haven't, you haven't stayed gone there. back to that place no because it was it wasn't it's not nice. It was no, it, it wasn't a nice place, but I didn't feel it wasn't a depression. It wasn't like me going, "Oh, this doesn't matter. Why do we have to do this?" You're completely dissociated. Just complete dissociation. Can I ask? Can I probe a bit? Oh. How old were you? Uh, this was a few years ago. I was like two, three years ago, three years ago. Well, I don't know your age now, so. I'm twenty-one. <laughs> okay, right. She's Did, very mature for twenty-one. Yeah, you can't guess that. Hmm. Did anything happen? around that time nothing it just anything traumatic no i was honestly just i was just fed up with all the things i had to do and i was like i you know what there that happened you got fed up yeah but it wasn't not in that regard i just you know i was like i just uh, i think that's normal i think everybody probably comes to a realization of everything's a bit meaningless you know if they're Mm. self-aware enough like most people push that stuff to the back and try not to think about it and distract themselves and they never realize it they know there's something wrong but they're like i don't want to yeah, and then depression or something manifests. Because everything is meaningless, but we give it meaning. Yes. See, but that, I'm just, that I'm just, took away from my I'm just trying to, to probe on Alex because something just, definitely caused I just, something. I was, I was just kind of, you know, I was like, ah, we're just, just doing this every day, you know. Why am I doing this? I just, and then one day I just woke up and I was like, you know what? I just don't care. Yeah, I And it just took to the point of I don't care about anything. And it went really deep. I get... I say I don't care a lot, but that's my way of blocking out stuff. Uh, see, I so I'm wondering, 
what the you were blocking out, I Alex. Wasn't, I wasn't. <laughs> it, I wasn't doing anything particularly hard in school. I wasn't having any any interpersonal relationship problems. I was just kind of. Just, I was just fed up with things. I was just like ah, and then I was just like you know what? I don't care. And then it just went to this illogical conclusion of I care about nothing. And it was just this place where I was like, huh. I don't think that's illogical. I think that's completely logical. I think that's inherent to, mm. to life. I think life is inherently, sorry everyone, life is inherently meaningless. I agree. In, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. To some Pretty much. extent. Yeah. But then you can go so far and realize that, and then you come out the other side, and I don't know, it seems to, because you like see that clearly, nothing really matters anymore, so therefore you just kind of go with that, and you're like, well, okay, well, I can either kill myself, <laughs> or I can continue to live, and just keep going not attached the crack and then that sort of brings in some sort of weird light exactly yeah right. Nietzsche totally yeah. Nietzsche totally talks about this a lot he yeah. says everyone says Nietzsche was nihilist but Nietzsche says nihilism is a phase and then you have to, it's a phase that you realize that life is no meaning life is no meaning, life is no meaning and you go deep into that and then you eventually as you said you either kill yourself and Alan Watts says well you know a lot of the time sorry about talking about suicide because I know this is a sore topic for a lot of people I'm just going to quote what somebody else pontificated um, he basically said that sometimes someone who's very very depressed needs be, to be given permission to do whatever they want including kill themselves and once they have the permission then they realize there's actually an option that they can actually take and uh -huh. they don't have to feel guilty about thinking about it then they have then they may could possibly weigh up do I want to actually do this or will I just maybe give it six months again see what see what changes you know and uh, often according to Alan Watts anyway oftentimes that's the little thing they need it's like look if you want like you can do it go for it you want if you want to mm -hmm. and then they kind of go oh well all right oh jeez i wasn't expecting someone to say that to me maybe i'll give it a little bit of time and so from nietzsche's point of view he said that um we uh we then realize that we're so unbelievably free terrifyingly free to do whatever we want that's why it's meaningless the meaningless that's why it's meaningless and so free that then from that place of freedom we can actually create whatever we want exactly um within obviously the boundaries of society but it's it's basically saying you're you you are so free it doesn't matter exactly just live your life you know and uh and that's that's something that comes from the other side of nihilism so but i think he's wrong about the freedom but yeah it's like how terrifying is that you know how does that help you this if yeah. everything if you're completely free that's like that's terrifying so how does it help necessarily? yeah true <laughs> what I was going that's to say point. that's a good point that's what good I point. was going to say on that is I think it's the fact that we have that freedom is the reason that we attach ourselves to to some sort of meaning in everything because to have ultimate freedom is scary mm. what what do you do like what I'm free okay then and then you're like I've nothing to do Ah, I'm scared. What do, I, what do I do? And then you go, oh, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to do this and do this and do the other. And it's all pointless. But I think that's probably why we yeah, but it's, it's, attach it's all, ourselves. It's all pointless. But then people do things out of fear. So you go to a yeah, job you hate. Yeah, exactly. Don't do that anymore. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> you're but in I think a relationship you don't like. Don't do it anymore. Exactly. You're, you're like, yeah, stop. See, that's what I took it. Like, we, we go swimming on, on, on Saturdays, yeah. right? I said, oh, I could lie in bed. Or I could just do something I want to do. Yes, you know? exactly. That's what I took exactly. it to do. And I think that's, that's for me, is the freedom is that if you choose to not do the things that you don't like anymore or that you don't want to do anymore, there'll be consequence to it, consequences to it, obviously. 
Uh, but if you're willing to do those, like take on those consequences, well then, brilliant. And if you're not, if you're kind of going, oh, well then, if I quit this job, then I won't have any money. Well, then that's the life you're living already anyway, because yeah. you're choosing to have one option over the other. Yeah. So nothing changes except you've one perspective is everything <laughs> is shit and it's meaningless, and the other perspective is it's totally f- total freedom and it's meaningless. The only so thing that changes is perspective. Yeah, it's it's it's. That's it. That's the freedom we have: the choice and perspective. You know. Yeah, but yeah. then some people might say, "Oh, well, I don't have a choice in my perspective." <laughs> yeah, and and that's that's partially true as well. Yeah. It's, it's it's a big mystery. Like I think it's gas. I think it's funny. I love to laugh at life all the time. Yeah, you have that's to. And that's this is the thing. It's like, like you said, it's like um, even at work, sometimes people will be moaning about it. Like, oh, I have to work. I'm working today. And I'm just like, okay, why are you here? Yeah. And if you if, okay, if you're gonna choose, like you know, if you're going to be here, if you need the money, if yeah. you want the money, even. Make it good, like. Yeah. Put on a song, dance, like that's what yeah. I do. Just dance. Or do a really good job. Yeah. That people yeah. love you for yeah. it, and you're get like, excited I did a great about job it. today. Get excited about the job, yeah. And if you're not liking it, quit. Marcus said to me, quit, quit. Yeah, Marcus said to me before, he's like, Sharon, when you, if you don't like going into work, just remember when you're going in that you're choosing to be there, and you were free, you could leave at any point. Yeah. And that really helped me. I was like, <coughs> sure. So every day when after that, then I was walking into work, going, I don't need to be here. But I am. I had a conversation with a man. Um, uh, I, I work in um, St. John of God's once a week just doing a yoga class in there. And obviously volunteer. I'm not going to um, volunteer. Yeah. I'm not going to um, to say any names, obviously, because confidentiality and that. But man was I was having the same conversation with this man. And he was like, yeah, but what about your kids and your house and everything else? And I was like, OK. <laughs> I said, I'm a single man. And I've got no kids. Uh, and I said, but what are you teaching your children? You're teaching your children to do something you hate your whole life because of children. And then they're going to grow up doing something they hate their whole life for their children. And then their children are going to wake up. Like, I understand you have to do things for your family. And obviously, that's very important. But if you're, if you're loving them and taking care of them, you should be teaching them to, to love and take care of yourself. And if you're not loving and taking care of yourself, well, then you're not teaching him some from my lesson. And fair play to the guy, he 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 kind of just went hmm, <laughs> 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 and uh, and then we talked about some other things. But he was he was pretty open to it, which which I don't know. Maybe I'm talking shit. Maybe he'll quit his job and lose his no. house and his family. <laughs> no, <but> <laughs> 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 it does make it difficult when you have the children and the house and the family. But I think. Before you go have children, house and a family, try find your purpose and try, I suppose, live with that freedom beforehand. I don't know. It's a, it is a difficult one. But mm. it's a lovely it's a lovely thought. And on that note, we probably have to go, yeah. guys. Yeah. Let's go. This has been Terrifying Enlightenment. It has. Peace out. Peace out. You're free. Oh, yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> You're free unless you really badly need to go to the bathroom. Then you should go to the bathroom. Or have kids in a house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to play the rest of this amazing, amazing song that you all love so much. Goodbye, guys. See you next week.